as always, this is an explicit podcast. If you are easily offended or upset, bothered, please tune out immediately. Thank you. Uh, this is going to be a little bit of a ramble on um, a little bit of an address of an issue. In general, I don't usually do two podcasts in one day. Earlier, I was just extraordinarily furious. Um, right now, I'm unbelievably exhausted. <laughs> I'm very, very tired. and can't possibly understand why I've taken a stacker. Taken every energy thing that I could possibly take. Drink coffee and caffeine and sodas and still can't get myself to wake up. Um, but my girlfriend is watching the movie Concussion. And it made me think about mental illness made me consider mental illness. And I have. I've spoken openly on a couple of my podcasts about my mental illness. You know, I have my ups, my downs, my depression, my rage disorder, and PTSD, and... Uh, I don't really know the full list. I'm sure if I wanted to, I could pull it up. The, the VA has all my files, and you can access those online and pull it up and read it all and give you the full list of every mental issue I have. <laughs> it's a long list. The funny thing about mental disorders anything about depression and rage disorder or PTSD or bipolar or anything, anything, any of it, is that a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people, and when I say a lot, I'm talking extraordinarily high percentage of people in the world do not consider this a disease. They do not look at it as an illness. They see it as a weakness. Uh, you have problems. You don't know how to act. You don't know how to behave. You don't know how to do this. You don't know how to do that. You are weak. Frequently, that is one of the most common phrases. You are weak. You don't know how to deal with things. And so it is not often considered an illness. Now, of course, in the medical community, it is considered an illness, a disease. 
but in the rest of the world and in the rest of the community and society it is very challenging to find someone who would understand that mental illness is an illness it is a disease it is not something that you just get over or have control over or can just fix and so they do not respect that you are ill they do not care um they frequently degrade you for your many, many different expressions of your illness. And there are many expressions of the illness. When I get extremely, extremely depressed, I don't do anything. And when I say I don't do anything, I don't, I don't clean, I don't cook, I don't move. I don't leave my room, and, and oftentimes I don't even eat. I won't. I'm not hungry. I don't want anything. I want to lay in my room and do nothing. I often don't even want to breathe, but that's something out of my control. I have to breathe, so I lay here in my room and I breathe, and I do nothing more than breathe. And... To someone who does not suffer from mental illness, to someone outside of a medical community, I am considered lazy. I am considered pathetic or useless. I'm not considered sick. I'm not considered riddled with disease. And it is not easy, especially for someone like me. I have decided to go against all of the normal treatment plans. I have decided to do this and fight it on my own. Now, I, when I say on my own, I don't mean... I do go to a therapist, and I see a, I see a therapist as frequently as possible. I mean, we, we don't get to see each other as much as we'd like, but um, I make it to my therapist once or twice a month. I talk to her about as much as I can. Of course, within an hour, you only have an hour, so we talk as about, about as many problems as we can talk about, and work on as many issues as we can work on and I fight my depression and my bipolar issues and my rage disorder and my PTSD and my everything I fight it without traditional medicine and I do that because Traditional medicine did not help me. It eliminated me. And I don't want that either. So I want I want to still be me. I want to be able to, like when my son brought home 
is 3.0. I want to be able to hug him and kiss him and and crawl around and jump and enjoy and be excited and have fun and be happy. And I did. I was. I was very excited and I gave him $40 and said, congratulations, I'm proud of you. And he was excited and we went to the store and we had a good time. Of course, we have a good time if we sit in my room and we talk. We have a good time if, if we're just together. We always have a good time. So, we always, always have a good time, my son and I. But, um, I chose to fight my depression by myself, on my own. And that makes it extremely hard for my family. And I know that, especially for my girlfriend. Depression isn't something that she knows a lot about. Bipolar isn't something she knows a lot about. Rage disorder isn't something she knows a lot about. PTSD isn't something she knows a lot about. And when I'm having my lows or my really bad times or whatever, she'll, she'll try to read up on it and try to educate herself. And of course that will, that will infuriate me and I'll scream and shout about how her fucking books are not going to fucking help her. Um, I know it's insulting and it's rude and I later, once I can get myself composed, I have to apologize and and I do. And it's something very hard for her. Extremely hard on her. I am probably one of the most challenging people in the world to actually say you love you say that you want to be with and you you mean it and she does she does mean it she means it because I have given her an out I've told her I get it I will never ever not understand if you say I can't do this I can't handle this I have to go I've given her an out a thousand times because I get it I know how hard it is. I know how hard I am as a person to be with. And I can only imagine <clears throat> for the people out there who choose to go unmedicated, and there are many because, like I said, the medications, they really do, they take everything from you. It's not just the depression. It takes all of you. You are gone. You are not there. Um, and so there are many people, many, many people out there who choose to go unmedicated. It is a hard life to be mentally ill be unmedicated 
and have people understand what that means and what it takes for you to survive um, self-mutilation is is one of the one of the ways of taking away the pain I did my best not to indulge in self-mutilation because I have a child and I would prefer him to never really see that or understand what it means or what it does um, I can't say that I haven't I cannot say that I have a few times I've had to try and come up with clever ways to explain what happened, where the cuts came from, but I've only done it a couple of times since I've had my son. And when I say a couple, I've, I've done it literally twice. Um, Mental illness is an extraordinarily serious and challenging thing that people dismiss every day. They dismiss it every day and they disregard it every day. And I mean, I see it in high school students, middle school students. I see it all the time. And there are students that are so cruel and so mean and so disrespectful to these young people who are suffering in ways that, that the other students will never understand. They'll never know. Not too long ago, just a few days ago, at my son's school, one student overdosed and died. Four others overdosed and were sent to the hospital. These are students that were ignored, mistreated, and no one noticed any signs or symptoms or anything in any way whatsoever they have a counselor there who does not pay attention at all in any way there's a young girl whose mother passed away from a drug overdose whose father just four years Prior to that, passed away from a drug overdose. Whose grandfather killed himself in front of her. And she is now using drugs regularly. And I don't mean light drugs. I mean she's shooting up with heroin. <clears throat> and the counselor has no idea. The school, the teachers, people at the school, they don't notice. They don't notice the changes. They don't notice anything. 
you don't see any of the pain and the suffering and the damage. And that's what it is, damage, it's damage. I tell everyone I am damaged goods. I am broken and I am permanently broken. No matter what I do, no matter how many times I see a therapist or talk about my problems, I will never be prepared or put back, back together the way I was originally, originally intended to be. There will always be cracks. There will always be missing pieces. I will always have downs and ups and rage and sometimes people understand but it is the most extraordinarily rare thing that people understand. So I would like for people to know that mental health is a real illness. It is a sickness. It is a disease. It is something that you cannot get rid of ever. It is something that is there. You are plagued with it or life, and you can work on it, and you can treat it in many different ways, and you can try to overcome it as much as possible, but you will never get rid of it. It's like an addiction. You can't get rid of it. It's like, like having cancer, like they tell you, you are not cancer-free, you are just in remission. Well, with mental illness, you can go in remission and you can have a period of time where you don't have any of your breaks. You don't have any of your bipolar swings and you don't have any of your downs and you don't have any of your rage and you don't have any of your anything. But that does not mean it's gone because it's not. Because you can, you can have those swings, you can have those downs, and you can have those ups, and you can have those rages, and you can have every bit of it at any given moment. Because it is a disease that does not go away. And like I said, there are several, several treatments. Medication is one of them. Therapy is another one. Shock therapy is another one. Um, and I've looked into many of the treatments. I've chosen to do therapy and nothing more. Because I want to be the person that I am. I believe that who I am is a good person who has bad days. So I fight for that. 
I struggle with it, but I fight for it. So mental illness is a disease. And it's something that should not be dismissed. So if you see signs, you see someone wearing long sleeves when it's hot, you see small cuts on someone on a regular basis and they explain it away by simple, silly, stupid stories. Or if you see someone shying away from the rest of the world, these are symptoms. These are signs, especially in high school. These are symptoms. These are signs. Do something. Befriend that person. Be there for them. Talk to them. Help them in some way or get them help. Get someone who can help them. Get a counselor, a real one, not, not one like the useless counselor at my son's school. Get someone who can help them. Get someone who can care for them. There are signs. There are always signs if you look for them. Because I attempted to kill myself my first time at 10 years old. I was 10. And I know that you are probably wondering what on earth does a 10-year-old have to die for? My life was a hard life. So I had plenty to die for. So my first time trying to die was 10 years old. My last time trying to die was just before I found out I was pregnant with my son. So just before my 21st birthday. And even after that, I considered it. My girlfriend stopped me. And since then, I've thought about it a thousand times. I've thought my son would probably be better off without me. My girlfriend would probably be better off without me. Everyone would probably be better off without me. I haven't attempted to kill myself since before I found out I was pregnant with my son. All in all, I would say there were eight nine, maybe ten attempts at suicide. They were real attempts, trust me. When I say real attempts, I'm talking rushed to the hospital, stitch my wrists, pump my stomach type attempts. I did not want to live. Mental illness is dangerous and it can take lives at a very young age very 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 young age 
truly, truly, truly believe that if you look for it, you pay attention, you can see the signs of a child who is on the verge of losing themselves. And they may not lose themselves to suicide, but they may lose themselves to drugs, which could lead to their death just the same. So, today's issue, today's address of an issue is mental health. Yes, it is an illness. Yes, it is a disease. And I beg for you, I beg for anyone who hears this, I beg for anyone who might possibly listen, pay attention to your children, pay attention to any children you may have around you. Watch for any signs, any signs that you could possibly, possibly consider. And if you don't know the signs, Google them. Google the signs. Google all the possible signs. Find out the signs. Learn the signs. Because these are children that could end up dead or lost to everything and everyone. Because no one caught on to their mental illness. And I was lost for so many years. And I still fight to this day not to be lost. So please look for the signs and protect the children around you. Protect the people around you. Consider them. Think about them. Try to save someone's life. Because I know that's what I would do. As always, my name's Jenny. Uh, rambling, bitching, complaining, and addressing issues is my game. If you have anything that you want me to ramble, bitch, complain, or address, by all means, let me know. And I will so if I find it stupid I will bitch about that too as for now that is all